1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Right, are you all ready for this? Sit down. Go and sit down. If you're standing up watching YouTube, it's a bit weird anyway. But go and find a seat and put your tush in it. Because apparently, according to rumors and speculation on the internet, at WrestleMania, we are going to do something between Pat McAfee. And Vince McMahon. I don't know why that name came out of my mouth so weird. I just cannot believe it. Because Vince is going to be on Pat's podcast next week. And yeah, everybody says this is building to some kind of angle that will culminate at the biggest show of the year. Now, I'm going to assume that it would actually be McAfee versus, I don't know, Austin Theory. Because Vince McMahon is like 76 years old. I've got the fear, but I don't need to worry about that right now. Because hello, my name is Simon from What Culture, and we have just had another episode of WWE SmackDown, and we need to know was it any good? So we take this the finger of power, and we give the good bits an up, and we give those bad bits a down. So, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. You may not have known this before you sat down to watch this week's episode of SmackDown, but WWE proceeded to say it around about 82,976 times. So you completely understand this is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Now, while I'm not so sure about that, it has been confirmed in some sense that this is a unification bout, meaning if Roman Reigns wins, he will be the WWE and Universal Champion and the same for Brock Lesnar. So for the love of everything, let's use this to change some things up. Either you can have the champion go from Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw or just get rid of the brand split entirely. We need some injection of fun into WWE and I think this is the way to do it, especially because what does the brand split even mean anyway? Dudes just turn up whatever show they want, it doesn't count. Ronda Rousey was in the first person out on SmackDown and she must be really sad because she's not going to be in the biggest ever WrestleMania match of all time. She was also being interviewed by Michael Cole, and his first question was, Hey, Ronda, why did you return at the Royal Rumble? I was like, Mike, that's your first question? Come on. Shockingly, the answer was because I wanted to. But also, given that she had suffered a bunch of injuries and she had had a baby, she wanted to prove to everyone you can do all that and still return to what you love. I actually thought that was quite inspiring. Michael then started to tell her how great she was, but Ronda was only focused on one thing not having the biggest WrestleMania match of all time with Charlotte Flair. That didn't make sense. And then tried to make out that while at the Elimination Chamber she did whoop Sonya Deville's ass, she wasn't able to do the same to Charlotte. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. One, that's not actually that accurate, but also two, Ronda Rousey had one arm tied behind her back. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed if I had one arm tied behind my back. I'd just roll out and I'd fall down the stairs. And then I'd have to ring an ambulance. Charlotte then interrupted because of course she did. So bring it down. That's 49 in WWE and 71 overall. But is it? I've lost complete count even though I have a counter. And said that all of this was baloney because she will defeat Ronda at WrestleMania and then send her home to have another baby. That was a really odd thing to say. From nowhere, Sonya jumped Ronda Rousey, but Deville still got beaten up. So that made me laugh. And I think the whole time Sonya was going, you're a failure, you're a failure. Maybe Ronda Rousey's not very good at wordle. It did end with Ronda taking her phoenix down, getting back to her feet, and like I say, throwing Sonya from the ring. And all this was fine. Like, you probably could have predicted it before we got to this show. I'm not 100% sure Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair was the right direction to go in, but it was entertaining enough saw so the new day riding around backstage on an atv after this because they're the best when adam pierce went to find his partner in crime now for a split second he started talking about that stupid jacket and i'm not going to get into a conversation about clothes but he was so upset with what she had done she said next week it is going to be ronda rousey versus sonia deville and then if you can believe it it was los Lafarios versus new day again I mean, are we stuck in a time loop? And then the commentators are all like, oh man, it's the rubber match. It's the rubber match. But why did we even have a second one after the New Day Wonder first? I mean, this right here is an advert for ending the brand splits. So we can get some more people on the shows. And it's just like the worst game of tennis. Like the rally goes on forever and then eventually it just ends. So in this sense, it's getting a down. But the match was good though because the match is always good. So I have to break the rules of my own show and it gets it up. The whole thing was basically structured around the ATV as well which I think they said was an early birthday present to Big E from Kofi Kingston. And at one point, Big E got in it and he threatened to run over Humberto. So what was his plan here? Did he go, well, I got this car and there's a human. Why don't I kill him? I'm pretty sure that would absolutely be a disqualification, although you never know in WWE. And this distracted Angel so much as it would do. He got hit with the midnight hour. And like I say, the New Day got the victory. So this was fun, but riddle me this. Why did it happen? I mean, if the Riddler presented this to Batman and said, Batman, if you don't figure out this riddle in the next eight seconds, Gotham is going to die. Gotham would be dead. Because even the world's greatest detective wouldn't be able to figure it out. The ATV was then back. So it's officially getting more TV time than Drew Gulak when the New Day drove into Sheamus versus Rich Holland. So I'm going to presume this is our next feud. Thank goodness. The Irishman and the Brit essentially wanted a match, but the New Day laughed and they just drove off. And I will bet you right now, this probably happens at WrestleMania. Had an interview with The Usos afterwards too. And they basically went, yeah, we're going to be at that contract signing later. Because Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Huh? That's what they said. They talking in market. They also soon got whooped by the Viking Raiders. Because of course, we still need to do that match after it was cancelled at the pay-per-view. And maybe we do it at Mania, maybe we do it tomorrow, maybe it's streamed live on Twitter, I have no idea. And then if you can believe it amazingly, Zaya Lee was having a match on SmackDown. I mean, up to this point, she's just been a bored superhero where she's like, oh man, do I really have to go and save someone? i tell you thank goodness we did do this i really like Zaya lee now the fans didn't care which was a little bit of a shame but i guess that does tie into the build but we did have lee taking on natalia and all you need to do is go watch the end of this because Zaya is winning her matches with a spinning heel kick but beforehand she kind of turns into a street fight character and she does all these badass moves and then she wallop natty right in the nose I thought that was pretty good. Now, I will say this did feel a little bit like an afterthought, but let's continue to build and let's try and turn Xia Lee into a new star. I mean, we do need that in the women's division. So I am going to support this and give it a...
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
2: Sami Zayn was then here. He makes me happy. He was also over the moon because he was celebrating his Intercontinental Championship win last week. And just as he pretended that he was going to have a rematch with Shinsuke Nakamura, he laughed and he's all like, ha, 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 that guy ain't going to do shit because I destroyed his leg. And we didn't see Shinsuke on this entire show. So maybe Sammy was telling the truth. Instead, Zayn said he's ready to take on any challenges. So of course, somebody was going to interrupt him. It was none other than Johnny Knoxville. So bring it down. That is 50 in WWE and 72 interruptions overall. And yes, John got in the ring and said, hey, Sam, you ruined my big jackass premiere. So now I'm going to ruin your big moment. And also, I want to challenge you at WrestleMania for that there belt. Zayn turned him down at first, but Johnny really got under his skin when he said, oh man, do you not have no balls? And maybe Sami Zayn doesn't have any balls because he lost his damn mind and he hit Johnny Knoxville with two halluva kicks. Now, clearly we are going to do this. People have been talking about it for ages. And while some individuals are melting down, WrestleMania has always been this kind of weird world for celebrities. I thought Johnny Knoxville looked pretty decent at the Royal Rumble. And let's not forget what Bad Bunny did last year. Also, I just like Joy Knoxville for some reason. I don't know what it is. So I say, let's do it. But let's have Sami Zayn win. Let's not go crazy here. We don't need a David Arquette situation, but let's get it up. Instantly afterwards, Adam Pearce made ricochet versus Sami Zayn. So I, was like, I have no idea what's going on there. But it will be a good match when Shotzi was finally back on SmackDown. Now, apparently she's been dealing with some injuries. So I hope she's okay. And for some reason i really don't think wwe cares about her for it was shots versus sasha bank with naomi on commentary and in around about two minutes Shotzi got hit with a code breaker sasha banks locked on the back statement and Shotzi just tapped out naomi then jumped in the ring and said oh guess what me and sasha banks are a tag team now and we're gonna go after the tag team titles and all of this felt absolutely crazy. Like, maybe it actually turns into a program between Sasha Banks and Naomi, but I doubt it because Carmella and Zelina Vega need something to do. But why the hell did we put Shanti back on TV and then just go, ha! <laughs> no one cares. Well, I care. And all of this was so random. Like, why are Naomi and Sasha Banks a tag team? Can't we do a story, even if they're like, I don't know, baking some cookies and Naomi goes, oh my gosh, cookies so good. We should be best friends. That would be better than just getting a microphone and saying things. Is a down? The best part is that we then cut to the back. And I can't remember who the interviewer was now, but she said, well, don't really know what Naomi was talking about when it comes to being the brand new tag team champions. I was like, I know. Wants to be a brand new tag team champion. I was dying. WWE is the weirdest company in the world. She was also interviewing Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss, who thankfully is okay after that horrible bump at the premium live event. And at first it did seem like it was gonna be Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre, or at least this is what Corbin was saying. But when the jokes and Drew McIntyre came to the ring, from nowhere Happy went, oh, changed my mind, I don't wanna do this, so you are gonna fight Madcap Moss instead. Now here's the thing with Madcap, He's actually really, really good. Now, Corbin is as well, and I don't think people rate him in the way that they should do. But because Mad Cat Moss kind of has a silly gimmick, I don't think people see how talented he actually is. This is like the third or fourth Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat match. And every single one is actually pretty damn decent. And they had another really fun scrap here, and nobody in their right mind thought that Drew McIntyre was going to lose, because I bet when Roman Reigns does win at WrestleMania, which is my prediction, Drew McIntyre will be his first opponent. And even though Happy Corbin was going distraction, 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 eventually McIntyre hit the Claymore kick, and he got the win. So, of course, it will be Happy Corbin versus Drew. When we do get to Mania, Drew can win that. It's just a nice and simple story. Sometimes they are the best. Quick Ronda Rousey interview after this and she is so mad about what happened earlier when it was time for our contract signing for the biggest match in Wrestlemania history that is sponsored by the biggest match in Wrestlemania history. Fair play to WWE though because they have taken Brock Lesnar, they have taken Roman Reigns and they have just put all their stock behind them I am getting pretty hyped for this. All the usual players were out as well. And Paul Heyman actually said, oh, hey, did you know this is the biggest WrestleMania match in history? And I started hitting myself in the head like, would you just shut up? But he didn't give it a little bit of extra gravitas because he was like, oh, my gosh, it's bigger than Austin versus The Rock. It's bigger than Andre versus Hulk Hogan. And it's bigger than when I defeated The Undertaker's streak. I like that line. Paul then noted that there are a bunch of security guards in the ring to protect Brock Lesnar from Roman Reigns and then went, that's a cliffhanger and we cut to the commercial break. And I tell you this... We should do more of that. When we came back, Brock Lesnar did make his way out to the ring. And his message was nice and easy too. Is that I don't care about security guards. I don't care about you, Paul Heyman. I don't care about you, Roman Reigns or the Usos. The only reason I'm not kicking your ass right now is because I don't want to kick your ass. But I'm going to sign this contract. And then in a few weeks, I'm going to kick your ass he genuinely said the word ass around about nine times so lesnar just wanted to get this deal done and paul Heyman reminded him well you may not even make it to wrestlemania as the champion because you've got to defend your belt at the madison square garden house show which still sounds bizarre to me and at this point I don't know what happened to Mr. Head of the Table, but he lost his damn mind. Because he started to tell us that Smackdown was his show, and every single person works for him, including the cameraman. This is like going up to a mate and going, oh, hey, Brad, how are you? And Brad replies, do you want a potato? It's like, Brad, you got a problem. He then went potty because he said, Even the WrestleMania sign works for him. And I've spent all morning trying to figure out what that means. Like, does it get him coffee? This is an inanimate object, Reigns. I don't think it's doing much of anything. He also dropped the line that the security also is in his pocket. And these guys, like the idiots they are, actually tried to attack Brock Lesnar, I mean, if you are going to do that, at least have a gun. They just tried to punch him, so of course Brock went crazy. He took them all out, this freaked out Roman Reigns, who ran up the rap like, why didn't my plan work? Which meant SmackDown ended with these two staring off. And I know that we have done this match a lot, but I really do think we're going in all guns a-blazing here, and I am excited, and that's all you need to do. I am going to have to put my head in a bucket of apples, because the stupid biggest match in WrestleMania tagline is going to drive me nuts. Seriously, you should go and watch this. These guys know what they're doing. Up. Which brought us to the end of another episode of WWE Smackdown. And you can feel that we're on the road to WrestleMania. WWE has just got a bat. And they're smashing things out of the park. It is getting it up.